Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. It's Friday. I'm here with Christina Lee. Hey, Robin. Serena Turos. Hey, Robin. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Howdy. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out now on April 1st, starting with the rapper T-Shine. His new one is called Confetti Nights. I just want to grind till I shine with my dogs. Running out of time, I'm trying to find how to love. I just met this girl, she got my mind in a rush. Trying to keep it private, doing lines in the club. When my brother died, you know we had to let out doves. Look up to the sky, he gon' protect me from above. I remember growing up, sitting on a bus. It was hard to fit in, just like OJ hand in the glove. Now I'm standing out and I got fans. I can't see myself going against the fan. I can never see myself telling all my mans. Counting up this money, I got these bands inside my hands. And I got some hoes that's on my dick, they in a trance. And the drip that I'm rocking, you know that shit from Japan. And I got this girl with me, she from the motherland. I know niggas catching bodies like the son of Sam. Came a long way, I'm happy. There was plenty niggas that really tried to backstab me. Who'd have thought the skinny nigga with dreads that was nappy would really get a chance in life to feed his whole family? Oh. How can you hate on anybody trying to feed their family? I was really on the block doing them hand in hand. This is the rapper T-Shine. His new mixtape is Confetti Nights. The song is Feed the Fam. Uh, as I said, he's a rapper from the Bronx. And I don't know if you'd call this a, a concept record, but it kind of tells a story that draws on his life and blends a, a bit of fact and fiction. Right, right, Robin. So the thing to note here is that, yes, we are calling this a mixtape. We're calling it a project. A project. We're very careful to not call this a debut album of sorts. But it does introduce us to T-Shine and kind of gives a more in-depth look into his come up thus far. So Young Stoner Life, the Young Thugs label, is sort of like rolling out the red carpet for T-Shine since T-Shine is one of their signees. And so I feel like this is really the first time that we're getting to hear about how he's come up out of Section 8, how he used to ride the bus, as we just heard in that song. But at the same time, he's comparing his whole rise to a 30 for 30 by ESPN, which hence like all the sports metaphors you're going to hear. And the fact that Kevin Durant is an executive producer. Right. He's also heavily inspired by Kobe Bryant. He describes his album uh, in a sense of a championship mentality, the, the Mamba kind of emotions that Kobe gave to the NBA and so you hear it throughout, you hear his swagger. But more importantly, what I got through it is, you know, our society wants to paint young black men with one stroke. And this album, he creates paintings with a plethora of colors and a variety of strokes on this project. And the, there's a lyric where he basically uses the word love for his friends and brothers. And that's it's a word that's not really used a lot, especially among black men. And to just talking about, I want to take my dad on vacation. Yeah. Media and society don't really see young black men as that complex. And he really highlights that on this project. One thing that really struck me, Tariq, you were mentioning the swagger, but how much more complex the picture is that he paints on this on this album, because some of the cuts are pretty raunchy, are pretty yeah. explicit, <laughs> to say the least. But he breaks it all up with these more vulnerable moments, you know, and reflections like on the song Speak My Truth. He remembers being broke and living out of cars on switching occupations, he talks about how he needs to just grow up and get away from the past. And yeah, I was really moved by some of that. Some great lines too, like on Feed the Fam, when he says, I remember growing up sitting on a bus with 
just that little line paints such a big picture. But I remember growing up sitting on a bus. It was hard to fit in, just like OJ handing the glove. I <laughs> that love was that. one of my favorite lines. And on Speak the Truth, there's really something interesting there. It's, he talks about generational wealth, but the line, diamonds are cool, but houses are better. Keep it real. You know, young rappers want to have the coolest fashion, the jewelry, the coats. But he realized, you know, I need to get a house. I need to, I need to, I need, I need to have something for my kids, for my parents, for my dad. And I think that's why I really love this project. And I hope people see it for what it is, not just the, the raunchy part, but the, the whole picture. T-Shine is the rapper. His new record, ah, no, it's not a, you can't even call it a record, can you? I don't know. Sure. It's project, yeah. his new project. T-Shine's new project is called Confetti Nights. All right, another release out now on April 1st that we're loving comes from the band Pillow Queens. It's called Leave the Light On. Be by your side, I want to be. All those other times I lied, I cannot breathe. There's nothing left to show you now to my heart. When everyone around me grows, I just fall. This is the band Pillow Queens. Their new album is Leave the Light On. This cut we're hearing from it is Be By Your Side. It's a band out of Dublin. And Serena, I, I know it was one that you were really excited about this week. Yeah, I've been following Pillow Queens for a while. In 2018, I was with World Cafe in Philadelphia, and they have a series called Sense of Place, where they you know, go to a city and scout out local bands. And so we put a call out on Twitter, like, who should we go see in Dublin? And everybody was like, you got to go see Pillow Queens. It's a tough job. That is a mm-hmm. really tough job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and this is a four-piece, all queer women, which I was so, so excited about. And you really can tell that they're a live band. I think they took several years to put together their debut album, In Waiting, which came out in 2020. And I had on all songs when it came out. And that first record was, yeah, had such a powerful live sound. And this one retains a lot of that energy, but it just feels so leveled up, like the arrangements and the shapes of the lines all connecting super well. And they worked with the same producer and masterer, so it really is just a sophomore evolution. Yeah, no, I was really struck by how they managed to make the record one that, you know, you can really crank up and speed down the highway with, but also sit very quietly with. Yeah, I mean, this band is so loud and hooky and sharp, and they have these great harmonies. And I feel like it can distract a little bit from from the storytelling, which is so incredible. I mean, so much of 
what they write about is being queer in kind of like a Catholic society. And there's all of these incredible religious images on this record. Like, I think the emotional centerpiece delivered has an incredible series of lines like, the white dove sand planted, there's no more ash in my hands. No more words are burning in this chest. We drink bottles and bottles of wine, like communion. There's some other great lines, too, on the song Well-Kept Wife, which just the title of that song, Well-Kept Wife, says so much. Uh, but where she says, no one's seen or heard from me in a while now. I'm not doing better, but I've got a child now. That just really killed me. And then on a song called Historian, there's a little line where she says she makes the coffee and she's a historian. And I don't know for sure what that song's about, but I imagine someone who got a liberal arts degree, you know, like a degree <laughs> in history, and now and now they're making coffee for someone in some corporate office somewhere, which is just sort of like, that just knocks the wind out of you. Yeah, I think both of those songs really struck me with this terror of domesticity. Mm. As somebody like in my mid-20s right now, stupefied at the idea of growing older, and it really struck. And I think especially you don't, see a lot of songwriting about queer relationships and there's this you know idea peddled that coming out is the the hardest part and everything gets better from there on Mm. Uh, and not a lot of nuanced storytelling about being in a relationship as a queer person and so I was kind of struck with the idea of getting older and growing up and maturing into relationships is terrifying (laughs) no matter what it's gonna be okay Serena I hope so (laughs) it is it's gonna be okay Pillow Queens is the band. Their new one is called Leave the Light On. Let's look at one more album before we take a break. It's from the Norwegian singer Sandra Lerke. It's called Avatars of Love. New Year's Eve, I've kept my options open. I'm spread out on the floor. Snacking on what's left over and hoping. Hopeless things once more I am the most miserable in the summer, so that would be a good time to get together. <laughs> Sandra Lerke, <laughs> Avatars of Love, is his new album. This is Summer in Reverse, the song. Some Jay Dilla beats going on there. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, I was like, I know Sandra's music, and that <laughs> that was... <laughs> I was sitting there, like, I didn't even listen to it. Like, I, I know Sandra. I, I'm, I'm a pass on this one. And like, I'm like, wait, I'm blown away by that song. You're right, Jay Dilla beats, and that was just... Explain that. I don't, I'm, I'm that one's kind of an outlier, I'd say. Okay. A little bit, a little bit, but he stretches on this record a lot. I mean, he, he says that, and I think you hear this on the album, that he was the most relaxed he's ever been working on a project and that he feels like it's ended up being the most fully realized project he's ever done. It's interesting listening to this album because I think there's moments in these songs where you feel like it could all come to a natural, neat conclusion that this is where he would typically end the song. 
But then the song continues to bloom and he sort of continues to amble. And as a result, these songs take unexpected directions. And he even just sounds pleasantly surprised by where he ends up most of the time. I want to give Tariq another taste of the record because uh, since this was a surprise for you, how about this song? This is Cut. Getting closer and then walk away If you can walk away Cut. I just, I think I need to have a conversation with Sandra and like, you, like, you should be doing this always. This is so much fun. This was like sitting in IMAX theater for album listening. It was really like 3D. It's interesting because I read that part of the inspiration of this album was after a breakup and this is the first time that he's been single in his adult life. And I'm the total opposite. I've never been in a relationship as an adult. And so it's always interesting to me to digest a love song i think the measure of how it succeeds is how relatable do i find it even though mm. i've never experienced mm. this myself yeah. and yeah i found this record just like incredible like a, a journey start to finish i really i feel like i could spend six months just listening to this one album and find so much to mine and explore sandra Lerke, his new one is called avatars of love We've got a handful of other releases that we still want to talk about and play for this week's show, but first we do need to take a short break. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on April 1st. We start the second half of the show off with the Canadian singer known as Lights. Her new one is called Pep. Put the money in the bag. That's how this works. Do what I say. Nobody gets hurt. Are you playing got pipes lights is the artist her new one is pep the song's money in the bag uh, as i said a singer from canada she's been putting music out for a while now but this record really feels like one of those i am ready for world domination albums yeah it's funny that you played money in the bag because when that record came on i immediately thought of it as the lip sync for your life number on a rupaul's drag race episode like you can imagine <laughs> when they drop into like the death drops and the splits and the jump kicks and stuff like that. It's definitely a very assertive sound. I don't know. It's almost a kind of a throwback sound. Like this wouldn't have felt out of place in 2014 mm-hmm. Top 40 radio. And it's very different from what's popular in music now. Like I was thinking like the big brassy belted pop vocal is is not really what you're getting from artists like, you know, Billie Eilish or even the weekend and 
She does go for such a big chorus, even on the instrumental, on the synths, when like right now the anti-chorus rules where it kind of goes softer and drops out. Yeah, but I think when you listen to the lyrics, they sound anthemic in a way that you can almost hear the desperation a little bit. Like this is something that she really needs to hear for herself at that moment. I kept thinking, and now hear me out on this, but I kept thinking of you too. The band oh. U2 when I was listening to this album. Oh, I was, I was like, us? Like, what? <laughs> are we Are we desperate? <laughs> Robin. No, it would be because both U2 and, and I think Lights, they've got this sound that is meant to punch a hole through the darkness of the world, you know? Yes. And, and yet at the same time, there's this thin vein of unease that runs through all the songs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Even in something as dreamy sounding as Rent, for example, when she's talking about, you know, if you want to live in my head, you got to be able to afford the expenses. I think on paper, <laughs> Too steep you know, for that, me. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, on paper, that looks like completely confident without a shred of self-doubt. But it's I think it's in the way that she sort of delivers it and then couches it with this production that sort of lets you know that this is coming from a place that's a little bit deeper than what may appear on the surface, for sure. So I can respect that comparison, Robin. I can respect it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read that writing this record, she said, I quote, I was grappling with some mental health issues and more or less hitting rock bottom. And I found myself writing songs as a way to pep talk myself through those moments of pure chaos. And I think like that's where the title of the record comes, like pep. Lights is the artist. Her new one is called Pep. And we've got one more album that we're going to play and talk about. But first, let's just take a minute to flag some of the other releases we're loving today. Tariq. Yeah, uh, the release, I let a rapper by the name of Big Chico. And it's from a project called Block Barry White. Coolest album title of the year so far. <laughs> the thing I love about it, uh, the two singles that came out, it just has these jazzy samples. But it's not like a Tribe Call cast jazzy. It's like Atlanta trap music with these jazzy samples and his flow his kind of sluggish slow flow is just great one of the tracks i like is spinoff sluggish is a good word to describe his flow i like that christina for this pick, I got to shout out my partner, Mike, because Mike was the one who really put me on to Carpenter Brute. Carpenter Brute, for those who don't know, was one of those artists that really hipped everybody to synthwave, i.e. the sound that The weekend is on right now, <laughs> right? Think 80s action flick. And what's really interesting about his new album, Leather Terror, is that I think it's a prime example of how... The folks who really push Synthway forward are continuing to take the sound in unexpected directions. Carbon lip switch with Omega From the hip flow seduction data Give it up, nothing's gonna save ya I am in the Widowmaker Yes, time to party, 
think Lars Gottrich needs to actually introduce this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a really exciting direction, I think, for, for Carpenter Brute. And, and um, I don't know, I'm just so stoked. All right, Serena. A discovery for me this week is the band Night Palace. They're from Athens, Georgia. And unless my ears are deceiving me, there's a bassoon on this album. I think that's so cool. But the song I want to play is Jessica Mystic, and it has this incredible sax solo. little bit of trivia for you, something you don't know about me. I desperately wanted to learn how to play the sax back in the 80s when, when uh, the sax ruled, ruled every song on the planet. That would have been a moment, Yeah, Robin. it didn't happen for me, though. Uh, my, my high school needed a trumpet player, so. <laughs> I could see Robin and Kenny G doing a duet. <laughs> Kenny! Yes! <laughs> Take it. Well, I'll mention that the Toronto band Pup is back with a new one today. It's called The Unraveling of Pup the Band. This is a a follow-up to their 2020 EP, This Place Sucks Ass. And their 2019's full-length record, Morbid Stuff, which I madly loved. They just have so much fun with life's darkest moments. Um, Here's a song from their new one. It's called Matilda. Matilda, the song from Pup's new album, The Unraveling of Pup the Band. All that music is out now on April 1st, along with this last one that we want to play. It's from a band called Gold. Their new one is The Shame Should Not Be Mine. I didn't see it coming I shed some light on the ferocious complexity I want the smell to leave me I want to shower till my skin comes off I didn't see it coming I didn't think that I would be this quiet What if I don't want to return unseen Lights dim and undefined total mood shift here from gold the shame should not be mine and gold in this case is spelled with three g's and three d's so it's g-g-g-o-l-d-d-d uh band from the netherlands Tariq, this is one you flagged for me and it's a record that has a lot of trauma in it it really goes in some painful places but i want to start with just talking about the sound because you're you're like me that you're first drawn in just by the sonics and the production which i thought were pretty incredible oh my god it likes darkness in my music production 
it was all over the place in a very good way sonically. Like it, the sonics matched the themes of this record. I heard a little bit of garbage. I heard definitely Mass Attack, Nine Inch Nails, Bjork, Hole, and the story of lead singer Milana Eva. She was sexually assaulted at the age of 19 by somebody she fell in love with. And lyrically, you know, some a lot of lyrics are trying to be vague and stuff. These lyrics are to the point. You yeah. know what she's talking about. And the word trust and truth is interwoven throughout this record. A broken trust on one end, and more importantly for her, embracing self-trust and truth. What self-trust means, staying true to yourself and really giving your person, your body, place to heal and safety. And she really carries that throughout the album. It is dark and powerful, and but it's also about healing. Yeah, I agree with you, Tariq. I think the execution of this album is is really fantastic. I mean, the lyrics are so plain spoken, mm-hmm. but she lets the darkness and the complexity of the music do a lot of the heavy lifting to explaining the emotional experience. And, you know, I think it's like very difficult to talk about these things with other people mm-hmm. if you've experienced it yourself, but. I feel like we often forget it's almost even harder to discuss it with yourself. The mind tends to shy away from trauma and lock it in a box. And I think one of the the incredible things that the lyrics do here, there's like a piece of writing advice when you're like getting into poetry to n- not rely too heavily on metaphor mm. and and couching things in in vague language, but just to describe what you what you see. So, so you know, instead, if, if she didn't have the language to describe how she felt, she used, you know, like in the song we played, Spring, uh, a line like, outside the flowers claim it's spring. And that line just carries such dissonance between internal turmoil and the hope waiting on the other side. Yeah, as you say, the lyrics on this are really brutally honest at times and hard to hear. The sounds on this record are sometimes hard to hear, but I think it's all important to hear and to to focus on hope at the end of it all. Gold is the band, G-G-G-O-L-D-D-D. Gold, the record, The Shame Should Not Be Mine. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much to Christina Lee, Serena Turos, and Tariq Moody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. And thanks for checking out this week's show. As always, you can find a list of everything that we talked about in the podcast description for this episode. And you can hear full versions of the songs we played and a whole lot more in our expanded New Music Friday playlists on Apple Music, Spotify, and on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. Sign up for our newsletter to keep up with new music coming out each week, new Tiny Desk concerts, and more. You'll find that at npr.org slash newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Music.